0: Admit it, you thought we'd given up.
1: Oh, you know.
0: Hey everyone, it's Chris. The Dad Regime is back for 2020. I know we've had a fair break. We seem to do it every year last three years i think we've we've put together a, a lot of episodes in the first half of the years and then we've kind of uh, disappeared we've gone on hiatus uh, in the second half of each year and no apologies for that that's just what happens when all of us have have other lives and we're just doing this for fun but we do have plans to keep this going we do have plans to get bigger and better uh, so uh, looking forward to what we've got in the new year i don't want to talk too much about a Uh, a few things but we do have a couple of surprises that we're hoping we can throw at people uh, a little later perhaps not too far away we can start to make some of those announcements a couple of housekeeping things before we get into the uh, the main podcast um i had a documentary made about me Uh, i know many of you have seen it on uh, uh, the facebook page on on the website or you've been to InspireFlix and watched it uh, through Gabor's website. We talk a little bit about the documentary uh, on today's podcast, um, but I've talked a lot about it to a lot of different people over the last couple of months, and the conversation I had with uh, Simon and Joel today, um, at the end of it, I kind of felt like I, I had um, perhaps not given the, pot, the, uh, the documentary enough credit um, I talked a lot about how uh, I felt very weird about having it made uh, about me and not having a, a story to tell, which is true. Um, but what I do want to emphasize is how absolutely proud I am to have been a part of that process. Uh, what a pleasure Gabor was to work with um, and to collaborate with and how awesome it was to share that documentary with the former students and get their reactions and, and their input onto, uh, into that process too. Um, I am really proud of everything that I said in that documentary uh, and, and stand by my teaching philosophy. Uh, and I think it does represent my classroom really accurately. Uh, and I hope that, that people who watch it uh, come away with a better understanding of what it is that we're trying to do uh, in our classrooms each day. Uh, I will put all the links to the documentary, but also to InspireFlix's uh, social media and, and website stuff. Uh, please support Gabor at InspireFlix. He is a very talented filmmaker um, and I know he's really trying to make a push for this to be um, his livelihood um, and as much support as we can give him. Uh, I think he, he's deserving of that. Three, two, one... Uh, speaking of supporting talented local artists, you know how much the Dad regime love to support uh, Sunshine Coast music. We've had the Dad regime provide uh, plenty of our music over the the last few years, and we love it when Rob and the band get together. We've also uh, supported Dora Jackson in her Unearthed Adventures on Triple J, and uh, you would have noticed uh, her track Away opened our our show today. Uh, thank you to Dora Jackson for allowing us to use that that track. Through Dora Jackson, we've discovered a new local artist, Chloe Terer. Uh What you're about to hear is uh, a beautiful, a beautiful track called Easy uh, with Dora Jackson accompanying Chloe on acoustic guitar. Now, we usually save these tracks for the end of the episode, but we thought oh, we'll just it's 2020. We're going to change it up. So uh, right here, Chloe Terrer, yeah. Easy.
2: something you want to talk about? I can give you my time If you're sure you'll make up your mind You've been alluding me to the fact of the safety in your arms Is it real? You've been alluding me to the fact of the safety in your arms
0: is it all
2: for me? Isn't it easy? Wanna take it up high? And if it's so good, why while people always so up in arms? Saved by the bell, is it something that you're running from? I sever my ties Would not to ask the same from you, though Never know if you don't take that leap, though Alluding me to the fact of the safety in your arms Is it real? You've been alluding me to the fact of the safety in your arms Is it all for me?
3: other news can i get your
0: signature because because you're so famous well, well it's true i'm uh social media oh god it's, it's actually really embarrassing
4: well it, the, we didn't do an introduction to this is it we, no is this because when we listen back to it it's going to be announced as the chris wise dad regime <laughs> <laughs>
0: didn't re-branded, it. <laughs> rebranded as um so for those people listening who haven't seen it that i had a mini documentary um, released about me which sounds really pretentious and <laughs> no I don't know no, no 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 it is okay yeah um, I was trying to be nice yeah, no. it's a really really weird thing to have happen like it, it it's weird uh, so I guess I better tell the story because hey? yeah. I don't think we've done it at all on the podcast no I haven't mentioned it um, no. so so over 2 years ago i was doing some i was collaborating with a with a company who do um, you know interactive touchscreen technology and um, a friend of theirs is a documentary filmmaker gabor um, and I'll, I'll link all of his stuff up on the on the website when we when we push this out um, and he had this plan to do a documentary a week for a year like that was his you know people you know take a a photo a day for yeah for a yeah. year or um That's a uh, bit easy, i did the why every day for a month thing you know like yeah. you know that his thing was a documentary a week for a year so 52 documentaries Jeez. um and so he approached me about doing a documentary about me in my classroom because these uh, guys i was working with had told him about how he's doing this cool stuff and technology and blah 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 um so as you can imagine, most of the documentaries that he does is it tells a story, right? Like it's a someone's got a story to tell. Something's happened to someone. Yeah. They've they've achieved some goal. They've done something, and so they, they've got this story that they're going to tell. And his documentaries are you know they're mini documentaries, so they're five to ten minutes long. And I remember saying to him, "Look, this sounds great. You want to come in and film the classroom, or whatever, but I, I don't know what story. You, like I don't know what the story is. I don't know what it is you want to." Yeah, to tell like I don't I don't have a um, a mission statement for this where oh, I want to show this or prove this or do you know like it was just you're going to come in you're going to spend a day with me and film me for, for that time and then put something together I'm like I don't know what, what it is you want to do so he did exactly that came in spent a good part of a, a whole day with me in class um, we talked for you know, a couple of hours. We'd be interviewed, me, did all went through all this stuff, um, and then disappeared. <laughs> literally, literally. almost for, literally for disappeared. How long? And uh, well, I reckon a year. Later, I got an, a message from him going, uh, "You know, sorry things have been so slow. You know, stuff's happened. Blah 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 blah. Um, still looking to to you know push forward with this etc. Et and I'm like, "Yeah, okay, whatever. You know, it's been a year. I don't. I, I doubt that this I is actually you, gonna." I hope you weren't his happen. first have this documentary <laughs> No, no, no. So <laughs> Whoa, he, that one he took had me done, a year. He had done a few, um, and, and the quality of them was was what sort of you know convinced me that oh, hey, this guy knows what he's doing. Um, so, you know, I'll, I'll, I'll go ahead with it. Um, and then almost two years to the day, I got an email from him going uh, with the, a link saying, surprise, here it is. Check it out. I finished. I went, Oh, holy, holy shit. And then I couldn't watch it. I, I clicked on it and it started and I saw myself on the screen and I went, I can't watch it. And I actually had to turn it off and I had to go and find Heidi, my wife and go, can you, you need to watch this for me first because <laughs> it's really embarrassing. Like having someone follow you around with a camera is really weird anyway. Yeah. All right. But then watching yourself on the screen, watching yourself two years ago on the screen yeah. and remembering those bits of conversations that you had with students and you had and going, oh, wow, he's, oh, he's. That little bit and put it here and then he's and he's put and he's pieced it together into this thing and, and it was really cool but at the same time it was like it's just super weird it's just a weird thing to have happen and he created a story out of it like he he took all that footage and he created some kind of story out of it to tell you know my story essentially yeah. that I didn't have a uh, you know, I couldn't tell him this is what I want you to do he's just pieced that together into that into that doco so I'm, I'm kind of I'm really proud I've got this documentary about my classroom. That's really cool. At the same time, it's just, it's just freaking weird to be, to, have a, to, to be able to say that. It's something nice to be able to,
4: to say, though. It's a really good documentary. Thank you. Yeah, I really enjoyed
0: it. Um, the best part of it was then contacting all those former students who were in it. And going, oh, hey, you remember when this happened? Yeah, I was going <laughs> to. Well, it's actually happened. Yeah, they would have loved it. Here it is, yeah, and the uh, the parents uh, of those kids, and that's you know all of that. That was really nice. That was uh, reconnecting with a few people and just um, having something to show them after all that time was mm-hmm. that was really really cool. So that that in itself made it all worthwhile. Um, but yeah, it's just a strange strange process to go through. Does he have like? Um, a
4: plan for the the documentaries he made. Has he got some sort of um, showcase where they're going to be shown? Or
0: uh, yes, yeah, so he I mean he puts them out for um, all sorts of awards and stuff like that. And of course he's you know trying to uh, do this as a living, so he's you know, looking for clients and using yeah. his work as as a, a portfolio of work and stuff like that. And um, yes, yeah, so he's trying to push forward with it all. And, and did he get fifty two done? No, no. Um, ha- having said that though, um, he's probably released six to 10 in the last few months. Like he's obviously got a backlog of, of stuff that mm-hmm. he's, that he's done. And now all of a sudden he's punching them yeah. um, out. So inspire Flix is the, um, is the production company. Um, so you, you can check them out. The link will be on the, on the website. Um, yeah. But as I, said, I just, I just, it's just a weird thing. And when people ask about it, cause they've seen it and they're um, and like promoting, like promoting what we do is, has been one thing. Yeah promoting a documentary about yourself it's it's, hey everyone check me out yeah (laughs) yeah and i have no idea how to say it you know like how do you how do you i'd really like it if people watch this thing that i didn't make but it's about me you know like it's i don't know it's just a different thing i'm much more comfortable with going i did this here it is yeah, you know, when it's someone else somebody found me telling your story yeah somebody yeah. like no, i like yeah. it.
3: it's it's a documentary about your class it's,
0: yeah
3: you know it's it's following you and the interesting things that you've done yeah. in your class which is nice yeah <gasps> but i get it it's weird i i hate looking at um, footage of myself a photo you can handle and you know and laugh at whatever but footage is weird you can see everything and I think mm. what's even worse is knowing that when someone says I'm going to film you you're no longer you yeah. you become someone yeah. super conscious of the yeah. fact that it's there even if you're trying to relax you're still not being yourself yeah. so
4: it's weird though because it's almost the same as listening to yourself so you know listening back to these podcasts and hearing your voice has that weird impact of oh my god that doesn't sound, oh, sound exactly like that. yeah but of course you do you sound like that to everybody <laughs> Um, and it's that same vibe, I assume, then, as with the documentary of, as you said, watching footage of yourself, seeing actions or body movements yeah. or little
0: things that you yeah. do that you were totally yeah. unaware that you did them. Well, when you think like I've gotten used to listening to myself with, by doing this. Yeah, likewise. But when yeah. you when you think of how you look, you look at yourself in the mirror and you pretty much look at your face. There's not often where you, as you're well, saying, like body actions mannerisms and mannerisms and stuff, yeah, you yeah. actually see your entire body in action doing stuff. It, it's it's really weird. And from two years ago as well. From two years ago yeah, too. Yeah. And so even things that I said, I was, I'd was, i be like, oh, I'd say that differently now. <laughs> yeah, yeah. You know, like there's just, and it's just, yeah, I don't know. It's just weird. And perhaps it's the two years, perhaps it's that that lag in, in um, production that gives me that slight discomfort in in watching it because it it was so um out of the blue oh here's this thing that's from your past you know rather than having been working on it recently and now it's finished perhaps that's the i don't know where it gets me because no, you, but... you've changed your teachings yeah. changed yeah
4: yeah it makes sense yeah well, you've got to get used to seeing yourself. There's going to be, be loads more, I've got a feeling. Sequels, uh, prequels.
3: Oh, uh, yeah, the origin, origin <laughs> the story. Origin story.
0: <laughs>
3: oh, so I haven't seen the other two Star Wars. Oh. But my brother-in-law, who was here for Christmas, he was keen to see it. And I thought, I'm just going to go and watch it. I reckon I'll be able to catch up. And it was amazing. <laughs> I, was, I was really thankful that they do the little um, the script at the start. Yeah, so yeah, i reading really yeah. going, oh, yeah, yep. On the, oh, yep. I don't know who that is, but yep, yep. Got it. Got girl. it. I reckon, a, I reckon, a, I reckon I'm up to date.
0: previously. Previously on Star Wars. It was. <laughs> so, so four hours of Star Wars, you could you wrapped up in a couple of paragraphs of text.
3: I you, followed you, the movie fine. I had no perfect. issues. And and did you enjoy yeah, it, it was fresh. I hadn't, I didn't um the guy the long the new Vader guy. Uh Kylo Ren, yeah,
0: Kylo Ren, I'd never
3: seen him before. First time seeing him act, and I'm like, this guy's amazing. Oh, he
0: is. He's freaking awesome. And he's
3: three dimensional yeah. as an evil character. I was yeah. pumped. I know we weren't. This wasn't on the list. <laughs> no, no, no. no, no holy no, shit. <laughs> yeah. Was, uh, spoilers?
0: Spoilers? No, that's not spoil no, no It was spoilers? just. It was. A good movie. Yeah, good. I'm glad you liked it. Did you enjoy it? I did. I really liked it. We're actually going and seeing it again on Thursday because. Being the massive Star Wars fan that I am, it's a little bit overwhelming, you know. Like this is this is it. This, they're wrapping up the story, mm. and it, and it is an action-packed movie. Like it yeah. is breakneck pace. It's go go it go go fast. go. And so I walked out of it really happy, really enjoyed it. But now I want to go and watch it again and just take it in. Actually, pay yeah. attention to it. Yeah. yeah. Um, so we're we're doing that.
3: I, I, I love that they had the all the old stuff. Like, yeah. I believe I was seeing the X-wing yeah. and and. Yeah. and and I'm not yep. a massive fan like, like you are. Like, I, I loved it in the 80s, but I haven't been watching it since. I yep. haven't watched any of the other stuff. That Jar Jar Binks character put me <laughs> off the prequel, so I didn't watch any of those. Uh, and I've just landed on this by, hey, my brother-in-law wants to go. I'll go with him. And, and I walked out pumped. You know, yeah, I wanted right. to go and yeah. watch more Star Wars. Yeah. It was cool. Yeah, I can't remember the last one.
4: So I think I have seen see the one prior to this. So you haven't seen it? I haven't seen the new one, Okay. Though. The last one ends... When she finds Luke on top of that mountain. Yes. Yes. I yes. have seen the movie. I've, okay. So I am I'm up to date other than the newest one. Yeah. So we are looking for something to go to the movies this week, so maybe we'll go to that. There you go. There you go. Thanks, Joel. There's a bit of a playlist with that being <laughs>
0: <laughs> So we've kinda of already danced around holidays and yeah and stuff. Not too much more. Uh, no, but as um, as as parents, are you, are you tackling the holidays in a in a particular way have you had any i don't know if Pete was here he'd be talking about how you know he sets himself a goal every holidays to to learn something or to make something or do <laughs> yeah. something oh, yeah. which
3: we've already seen
0: <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> we should put that on, on we we should yes the, the catapult, catapult the catapult
3: yeah.
4: um no i've not made anything um i have not set myself any goals uh, my main goal is to get through each day until bedtime <laughs> <laughs>
3: Says someone with a newborn, now being house. a
4: father of two. Uh, now it's just been a good holiday. We spent a fair bit of time in Sydney, and we did a big trip down to Sydney in the car with with both boys, so a four year old and an eight week old. So tell us your tricks then.
3: All right, bit, I mean, what's that? A, for a journey. nine hour drive? What? Do you, how do you break about it up? Thirteen
4: hours. So it's a thirteen hour journey. I drive way faster. <laughs> yeah. It's a nine hour for me. Um, Tricks really are just making sure you're prepared, making sure you've got stuff with you, make sure you've got plenty of snacks. Just had an Esky in the front of the car with heaps of food for for the four-year-old. What sort of games are you playing
3: with the four-year-old?
4: Um, I think whatever he wants to play on the iPad. <laughs> Those sort of games. No, no, he, he, not, not many. He likes he likes doing spot walk books. Yeah. So the other thing with it being having um, the eight-week-old Cohen in the back of the car was that whenever one of us was driving the other one was sitting in the back
0: yeah
4: um just to monitor him and keep him sleeping and trying to keep him asleep for as long as possible so we could smash out you know hundreds of k's in in one hit um which was extremely uncomfortable for me sitting in the back of the car between two car seats was really just not good um so yeah it was sort of doing games like that with him we did because we, one of us was in the back, we could actually do, like, colouring books and activity yeah, books and cool. word searches mm-hmm. and word finders. And he's really into all that stuff. So so that was pretty cool. But um, some of it, I will openly say, was iPad time yeah. because it is, because we have the technology yeah. now. Yeah. And you get all these people, you know, even wherever you are. You may be in a restaurant. You may be somewhere. Well, we coped. We coped when our kids were young without that technology. Good for you like what do you want a medal like it, it, good I think that's amazing and I think it is great that you did but if you'd had that technology then you'd have used it exactly the same as we do yep you know so um, Jude's massive on Mario Kart at the moment on the iPad so that's been a bit of a challenge actually trying
0: to get him to not play it <laughs> so
4: although he's only four we're already starting to look at you know
0: time limits and yep so you know, you can use. You've got that screen time. Yeah, thing
4: on the iPad. Lock and stuff. Yeah. yeah, so that's that's the next step because, um, obviously, moving forward into the next couple of weeks, moving into school, and possibly being in an iPad class, it's about finding that balance between iPad class, iPad all day at school, iPad at home. Where yeah. do you find that balance? And I know, obviously, with Thomas, you've, you've yeah. had something similar. So yep. uh, that's something that we're looking into. In terms of trying to get him to understand the difference between your school device and your home, home device, device, yeah, and and how do those match or not at all if they don't, yeah, strictly,
0: yeah. yeah. We've we've put pretty strict time limits on his iPad on Thomas's iPad, yeah, um, so that there's no sneaky before school play, yeah, without permission, and then. Um, we're trying to make sure that there's we're limiting screen time before bed.
4: Yeah.
0: <clears throat> so whatever that is, whether it's T V, iPad, whatever, so his iPad will lock at six o'clock regardless of how much time he's he's been on it. That's that's the end of that way he's got a good hour, hour and a half before before bedtime just to <clears throat> have that bit of a break because like even though you know there's that myth that, you know, oh they're in an iPad class or their school's using technology that they're on it the whole time yeah yeah that's you know that's just not the case um we are trying to get him away from the ipad being a gaming device
4: yeah
0: you know like it's been a it's a it's an awesome tool for those you know when traveling put take that ipad with you you load it up with movies and games and that's terrific but we're trying to get him away from using it as the gaming device so we'll play we'll play minecraft together and he'll play on his iPad while I play on the Xbox. And we can play in the same world doing that. Um, but that's about the only game that he's playing on his iPad anymore. Other than that, if he, he's got his Nintendo Switch. Just because I want to get him away from that mobile gaming um, yeah. mentality. Because yeah. mobile games have just become shite, basically. <laughs> yeah. Well, they're very, much, they're very um, built on trying to keep you on the device. And the more sophisticated the games get, the more that's just built into that um, ecosystem of needing to log in, needing to get to the next bit, and it's just this continual keeping you on the device. Yeah. Whereas the Nintendo games are the traditional old-school gaming is art type of thing like where there is a there's a point to the game there's a story to the game there's problem solving it's in it it's more of a it's completable completable but yes. yeah there's more uh, and there's also i don't know i see benefit in it i see i see educational merit in it whereas a lot of the mobile games now they're just it's it's just about attention spans and keeping your attention on the device so, yeah yeah
4: one of the things he he really enjoyed on the trip Funny enough, speaking about that, taking it away from being a gaming device, was what, looking at Google Maps, yeah, and look at watching yeah. the car driving on the road. Yeah. So I changed my icon up to a little car, <laughs> and it was on my phone. But he he would sit with my phone, and you could see him, uh, you know, looking at the thing, and obviously bird's eye view. But then, sort of looking out the window and trying to see what we were coming alongside, yeah. and we were pointing at train stations that you could see from the side of the road or. Um, anything that just sort of popped up as a as a major feature on the map being able to say to him that's where that is and now we're going to you know we're going to straight past the big banana and in, yes, in coffs Harbour. In Cuffs, yeah so i was showing him on the map we're coming up we're coming up and can you see it there on the bend and he's like yeah i said right we'll put the phone down here's the bend I so you know excited to see the big banana and then showed that we would passed it on the map and you know starting to get a concept of what yeah. that meant and, yeah. and what it was and then zooming out from that and going and this is where we've, we've got, got to get, bit, get to. Yeah. It's yeah. still another yeah. seven hours away. Yeah.
0: So. But that's a cool use of it. And that's I think that's so much more beneficial to be able to see those devices as tools rather than just uh, yeah, uh, for the, 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 purposes, the gaming device. Yeah. Thomas is just really started to take an interest into animals and stuff. And so we've been out in the backyard a couple of times and he's taking photos. We've found a massive goanna, the biggest goanna you've ever seen, climbing a tree in our backyard. And so he's been out taking photos and, and so now it's using that tool for using it as a tool for something else, not just yeah. not just the game. Um so that's kind of been our our device focus anyways Yeah.
4: yeah. I think and I th- you know,
0: going back to
4: the the question about travelling and and you know, tips or whatever, I, I wouldn't Classify us as um, the kind of people to give tips. You know, we lived up north a couple of years ago, and I think Jude got very, very good at being in a car for long periods of time because it took us four hours to get to Cairns yeah. from, from Cooktown, and by the end of the year, um, he was doing that in one hit. Yeah, you know, he we would get up at five a.m. Um, that that's another thing I would always suggest if anybody's gonna do big trips is just get up early. And you know, having an eight week old helps because we just decided as soon as Cohen woke for that first feed in the night, we'd feed rough. him and we'd be done. Yeah. So when we left our house, he woke at 20 past three. So we were in the car just before four o'clock, which seems ridiculous, but no, he
3: my dad used to do that the first yeah. time He would always
4: it. be yeah. left by four. Yeah. And, and then, you know, with, with a little one, obviously you're, you're looking at, at 90 minutes maximum before he'll need a feeder before he starts getting really really cranky uh, but the middle session on the first day he slept for about three and a bit hours which was great and so we were like we had plans of where we were going to stop but he was still asleep so we're like alright yeah. but trying to find good places to stop so parks and you know, outdoor areas where Jude can actually go and burn up some of that energy because mm. it's, it's a couple of long days sitting doing nothing Um yeah, we found some really, really good. Ones. There's a great little park in town called Q. 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 Yeah, K E W. Is that how you'd pronounce it? K E W Q. Q. Yeah. Yeah. Q. Awesome. There's a little flying fox and a little xylophone the kids could play. Yeah, right. Compared to some of the other shitty places we saw, <laughs> it was quite good. So that's my tip. Go to Q. Nice. Uh, he might
3: not oh, be next going time, Next time I go for a drive, I'm going to go there. <laughs> Thank
4: right. you. Come on, what did Simon suggested it. We're leaving at four. <laughs> Dad, I got to school today. I don't care. This has got a flying fox in the park.
3: Yeah. Um, t- my holidays have only just started in terms of my responsibility holidays. Because Sandy <laughs> just went back to work on Monday. Um, so now I'm looking at it as I've got three weeks of me and the kids. Yep. And instantly knew that, because uh, we've had cousins to play with, the pool, it's all a bit boring. You know, like every every day we jump in the pool two or three times, which is great, and we're really grateful yep. that we've got that. Um, but I'm just conscious of we're watching a movie on Netflix, and then we're jumping in the pool, and then we go down on the playground, which they've, they've got heaps of cool stuff, but it, it's still easy to get boring. So I typed in early learning science experiments, because Maxie's i i said the word experiment he goes i love experiments (laughs) bingo (laughs) And it was literally i just i uh i set up i took photos too because i thought it'd be good to throw up on the site um but literally just set up a baking tray of like cupcakes um cupcake tray and put baking soda water and vinegar had a had a spoon and just said all right boys fill them in get a spoon put it in the water and they're like oh nothing happened I said oh has it changed and we just did basic discussions about what was happening and I'm like alright now put it in this <laughs> and I got to taste it taste the water taste the vinegar and they're like "Whoa!" And I said, what do you think will happen? It'll get weird, because it felt weird on my tongue. <laughs> <laughs> like, right. It's going to get weird. And they were, their eyes just shot out of their head, just watching the bubbles come up from vinegar. In And that was a 20-minute thing. I then got food colouring. I said, this has got nothing to do with science, but you'll love it. So we, add, <laughs> we added food colouring, and they mixed them. Guess what happens if you do this? It goes brown. <laughs> and so, <laughs> honestly, it's 20, to do with science. 20, 20 yeah. or 30 minutes of, of that simple experiment that I got. Offline, uh, and they loved it. It was and, and it was enough to kind of change up part of the day, and then go in the pool. Yeah, yeah. go <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> in the pool. Go in right? the pool while I yeah, clean yeah. this up. You know, it was. It, so so I'm looking at probably not like Pete setting a, a experiment per day, but I'll certainly be, you know, if if we're home for the day, I'll be looking at doing a little experiment or um just looking at online simple things like that. Yeah. and when I do. I'll photograph them and put them on the dead regime's uh,
0: website. Just more tips. Ooh, are, are you worried about your kids getting bored?
3: Yep.
4: Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Definitely. Yep. Uh, Jude Jude finds it hard to keep himself entertained. Yeah. And that that's fair enough. At four years old, you know, he needs um, entertaining as such. Um, and I think as is. Younger brother gets a bit older, that'll help. <laughs> just can play with him. Um, but, yeah, we, we've definitely found just bored very, very quickly. Yeah. Of just, yeah, I've done that. What's next? And has to have something next. Yeah. And isn't great at just just doing...
0: Finding his own thing and Yeah, and just, and just
4: doing it, you know. And he will do that, but he needs leading into doing it. Yeah. <laughs> okay, now you need to go and do that by yourself because you've said dad 700 (laughs) times in the last 20 minutes and i love you but stop stop i'm changing my name (laughs) to
3: mom (laughs) i'm finding that setting up the day just as you would as a teacher you know, when you set up, here's what we're going to do today, roughly, yeah. you might not do everything, but looks good when you <laughs> <laughs> it looks good before the wife leaves the house. <laughs> Look at this. Look at what I've got. Oh, i screw up. it, get in the pool. <laughs> I'll tell them we're going to do this and we're going to go for a swim and then after that we're going to, and Ma- Maxie in particular, because he can sequence a little bit better, is loving it. And he will, he'll say, yeah. hey, you said we were going to do this, it, it might be like the fifth thing on the list and it's. One o'clock and I'm just abandoned. And he goes, okay. "Hey, you see, we're watching TV, but actually, you said we were gonna." Oh no, let's go. And Lego, we got so much Lego for Christmas. Yeah. And Max is right into it. He's getting becoming way more independent with Lego. He only need, needs help with the real fiddly little bits, and sometimes just the referring back to the um, the booklet, the instructions yep. for is that the right way around? You've just weren't holding it the right way. So that's that's been fun, uh, doing Lego. But yeah, absolutely scared of them getting <laughs> bored because it's you know, they already give each other a really and me a really difficult time.
0: Yeah. We're trying to let Thomas be a little bit bored now. Now he's a little bit older and he's been the only child and he's always had everything all the attention. We're trying to just allow him to be a bit a bit bored. You yeah. know, and when he says I'm bored Oh, that's good. Yeah. <laughs> what are you going to do? Yeah. You know, instead of, or well, you could do this now. Or you could, you know, it's just, you know, leave it, leave, yeah. the, leave him to that a little bit to solve that problem himself.
4: I think stuff like Lego, just that, that creation, that craft, that building is so good because so much of the toys are just shit. Yeah. Nowadays, it's, it's just models of stuff which like fair enough Lego is but you have to make it at yeah. least as opposed to yeah,
3: yeah. Paw Patrol they already exist it's and just it does dog. everything yeah. just you, you press a, a button dog. and it speaks there's no narrative yeah. they press it twice yeah. and go
4: okay that's cool what's next mm. oh I've got this okay well that's just a figurine of a you know and I don't know. maybe that's just me maybe the toys were <laughs> we were kids but
3: no I've actually said to Sandy the toys do too much so, like, they, yeah. they've got sound, yeah. they've got noise, they propel yeah. themselves. There's there's no creativity creativity for the kids. Yeah. And so this year I made an effort to try and reduce the amount of toys that had any kind of button that made noise, that were self-propelling. It's like, no, push it yourself, you know, like, work out how fast... Like, and and they interact way better with the toys that do less because they can actually have some kind of say in it. Mm. You know, they can create the story that happens. They, they can... They can do the voices. Mm. It, it's it's so much more enjoyable mm. for them. So that's. Assuming you
0: get those cheap toys where it's some voice actor and not the, not the action <laughs> voice, and so it doesn't sound anything like them anyway.
4: <laughs> <laughs> we've got we, I bought Judah Hulk a moving Hulk toy that was maybe last Christmas, and he just he walks. He's a very very robotic sort of walking, but it said. Flashing eyes and voice. It was all in really bad English when I bought it. I bought it on eBay. (laughs) Um, And he hasn't actually realised yet that Hulk, when you press Hulk's button, one of Hulk's well-known catchphrases is not Autobots roll out. <laughs> um, so I'm waiting for the day where he goes, hang, hang on. on? <laughs> what? And I'll just tell him that. Yeah, well, uh, Marvel Universe, it all fits in somewhere. Yeah. yeah. Bruce Banner sometimes. Yeah, Hulk sometimes. Hulk, yeah. Optimus Prime Optimus sometimes. Prime, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you just you don't see that in the Marvel books, actually. That's a, that's a spin-off they haven't done yet. Um, but I remember pressing it the first day and going, hmm, okay, He's young enough not to know yet, but one day, hopefully the batteries will
0: run out before he realises. He's oh. going to be so disappointed when you introduce him to the Hulk movies. Yes. And there's no water in it. <laughs> exactly. Why are the Autobots are not rolling out? out? <laughs>
4: he told them they had to. Oh.
3: we just press recording, if there's anything. I'm recording. Yeah. yeah. Um, so back to school. Yeah.
4: So going back to school and getting getting kids ready for prep as yourself and I both both
0: got boys going into prep this year.
4: Yeah. Which is scary and exciting and really emotional. I'm finding myself quite emotional about it, like getting almost teary when yeah. I think about him
0: going because it's too soon. Ah, uh, no, it's never not too soon. You're <laughs> so happy. <laughs> so happy. happy I come
4: no, crying. it is a little bit too soon. Like, you still just look at photographs and go, oh, my God, where did that kid go? <laughs> where did that little little bloke that was with us go? And, yeah, just, you know it's just the next stage of their lives. It's a huge next stage of their oh. lives. Well, until they're 16, 17, 18, whatever they decide to do, that's that's their, their sequence, that's their plan now. Um... Not that I'm fearful of that for him. Um, God, you have you got any idea what's coming for the next thirteen years? Um, but yeah, just kind of excited for him. He he can't wait. He's he's buzzing. I don't know what Max is like. He was he
3: super oh, excited. Yeah, he's well. He's he's had two years now because we we did a second year of kindy. Um, just academically, he was fine, but just socially, we thought oh. He could probably do with another one. He's going to be one of the youngest kids. He would have been one of the youngest yep. kids in the grade because, or yep. well, by by a month or two, um, <clears throat> and so we thought, nut, nah, he can join the older second half of the year cohort if we just hold him back. And it's been great because he's keen as he's very, ready. yeah. He was sick of kindy. He's yeah. um, whereas last year he was like, oh, big school, oh well, and there was all these question marks for him. He kept mm. asking lots of questions that were I'm worried questions, and now. I think I heard Sandy say. Is it? Is there anything that's that's worrying you about uh, about going to big school? And he goes, Yeah. Like, what are the what are the trees made of? <laughs> or like something that was just that really showed that he had no worries at all, and he was. Yeah, like, I think he's actually
4: trying to make one up for mum. Yeah, yeah,
3: like, he actually was. I better have, I have something so
4: smart I'm to not,
0: say.
3: I'm just worried about the
0: walls. <laughs> yeah. What colour are they going to be? It was. It's it so was. Cute.
3: It was just that, and, and I heard that and just went. Yes, he is absolutely ready, even though it's not like you guys, who I just think have probably the, your kids have the biggest advantage in that they've come to you, the school they're about to go to. Yeah, It's your work, mum and dad work there. Yeah. They've been there a thousand times, been picked up. They're so familiar with the place that that itself, the environment is not going to be a new thing for them. You know, That's yeah. such an advantage.
4: I think the envi- for me, the one thing with Jude coming to the school where I work the environment is great. I'm so grateful to be able to bring him and pick him up. The one thing that maybe you might be able to feed with Thomas being there is everyone knows you, but you don't know everyone. Yeah. And I, I've I've watched Jude when he comes, you know, in an afternoon. Amy will bring him to me to do a handover or whatever. Or he happens to just be with us, and everyone's like, oh, "Hey Jude, hey Jude," because everyone and he gets quite overawed by it. You know what Jude's like. He's yeah. not a very shy kid um, so I, that's I'm a bit conscious of that and even kids you know the kids I had yeah. in my class next year they're going to know him yeah. which is as, as a parent you go that's amazing mm. what else could you want for your kid then to have almost like a protective net yeah. of people who know him and are going to yeah. look after him but for him I just don't want it to be too overwhelming
3: no, yeah, it'd, it'd be better that than no one knowing you. Yeah, I think, and I, I, yeah, I agree. For I think you're that's the general, is key to yeah. to the em- very little success yeah. to
0: it. And a couple of times where Thomas is, you know, in those early days where he, we may have been changing from, well, we're not going to. In fact, it took him, took him probably four or five weeks of us taking him to the prep room before he was like. You don't have to walk me. Yeah, yeah. Uh, actually, no, we do. <laughs> yeah, I, I actually do. Just for a little bit longer. Just for a little bit longer. Yeah. I reckon um, it'll take five days. Yeah. I don't know. Yeah. But, um, but like a couple of times where he's come down to one of our rooms and we're not there, and th- because everyone knows him, they can see, oh, oh Thomas, yeah, are you a yeah. bit upset? What's going on, pal? You know. So there's that safety net is, is there. So that's where has been really good. But at the same time, I'm, I'm really conscious of the fact that he's always not just thomas he's also mr Wise's, mr. wise's son, son yeah. right, he's mrs wise's son and yeah so i try and make sure that like during a, the general day i don't seek him out in the playground i don't go and check on him i don't like that that mm-hmm. we've never i've never done that yeah I, I've, you just trust that the, 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 he's got awesome teachers they'll let me know if there's something going on or there's something wrong and and he gets to have his space um and so I get to have mine too. Yeah, which is but
3: fair yeah, like
0: whatever. you like you so I do I do make a, a conscious effort to to make sure that um he has his own experience of school that's separate from being our son yeah. there as well. Yes. Yeah, um Yeah, yeah it's yeah.
4: definitely fair. So But it's it's just yeah, it's an exciting time I think and you know. Um he's really looking forward to it and I'm I'm just looking forward to to seeing the way he reacts to it and the way he responds to all of that stuff and we talk about school readiness and again you talk about being very lucky being teachers at the school i think being teachers we are very lucky yeah yeah to have the experience of school and to know what to expect in a way because we've seen examples of good choices by parents at the beginning of a year and we've seen examples of poor choices that leave their kids in the lurch yeah. and make kids really uncomfortable on day one.
0: But just starting from a position of trust. Yeah. Yeah. You know, you, you, your kids are going to, to school. You have trust in the teachers that they're having. You have trust in the school because you are a teacher. You understand the system. Having that as a starting point is a huge benefit. Yeah. I can't imagine being on the other end and having the, the only experience of school was your own when you were a kid at school. Yeah. And every like, I kind of I I get how parents have so many questions at the beginning of the year because it's they they're, they're trying to develop trust in the system because their their little kids just start school and prep like it's a it's a big jump. Yeah, which is why relationships are everything.
3: Yeah, but that's like his school. He's not going to have the same experience, obviously, because he's not going to be going to my school. Um, but they've been fantastic. They had a couple of days where he's been able to go and meet teachers, interact in the classroom, meet some of the other kids. Um, and they had a, a wicked pack of the book that they're going to be learning, like um, Brown Bear. Yeah, yeah. And, and they said, read this with your kids. Again, that familiarity with some of the content and some of the things that we're doing. Um, that Yeah, they were just really super prepared, um, which... Going into a school that he doesn't know that we don't know has helped us kind of go. oh Great, you guys have got this. Yeah. Um, and I don't know. We we go past this school on the way to the shop, so I always take a little turn and go. Oh, there's a playground that you're going to be on. Just trying to do heaps of that. Yeah. He's. Uh, we got his uniform in December, and the first two weeks, every single new person that came to the house. He would disappear and he'd come out, not only with the uniform and the hat, but with the the backpack as well. (laughs) And he'd just come out and not say anything like... Just stand there. Check it out.
4: (laughs) But it's it's such a good thing as well for them to have that pride in it. Yeah. To not just be day one and the kid not know. Mm. You know, our daycare has been great because they had a uniform week um, at kindy where... The kids, and the kids a lot of the kids are going to different schools so there was lots of different uniforms going on but um, he he loved that he was really excited about that they did a lunchbox week where they got to take their lunchbox in and learn to go and find your lunchbox yep. and bring your lunchbox and open it up and we've just started this week um, doing little bits and pieces with him Jude has fruit every single morning on a plate and this week we've just started putting it in his little pot that he will have at school. So he learns yep. how to open that pot. Yep. I mean, it's, that's as simple as it is. Yeah. Just teaching him how to open the pot. But
3: yeah. It sounds simple, but people don't think don't about do it, this no. stuff. Yeah. And it just, makes a big difference. Yeah. And familiarity
4: with, okay, that's my pot. It's the blue one. It's got my name on the top. I've seen it for the last two weeks at home. Um, just to have an awareness of... You know, And you yeah. can just say to him, we're letting you eat out of this because... Not long to school, yeah. and
0: of course it just builds that excitement for him as it's well. It's amazing so. how many of those little things do make a difference. Mm. Can you can your child open and close their water bottle? Can they the th- what you're putting in their lunchbox? Can they unwrap it? Can they yeah. unpack it? Can they like these little things that Has you? Has your child seen your their lunchbox? The, yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah, we're going to you identify uh, your lunchbox. We're going
3: to yeah. put up the pod from the, last year. 12 last year, year yeah. where I tell that story of the kid who. He didn't have his lunch. And I said, where's your lunchbox? <laughs> he goes, either. I don't know. I said, what does it look like? Oh, I, I don't, don't know. He yeah. hadn't even seen his own lunchbox. Yeah.
4: No. Yeah. And so you're to pick it and, and know what's on the lunchbox and maybe choose the stickers and have your name put on the top of it. But but all of those little things just to make all of those bits easier. You know, even having this, like, squeezy yogurts. We're going to send in squeezy yogurts with him, but they've got those difficult yeah. twist tops. Yep. And you got to, you know... And I said to Amy, I said, I don't know how many of those I opened, especially when I was yeah. teaching in year one. Um, it's not hard to break the seal and then mm. close it again, you know, because the kid can then open yeah. that by themselves. Yeah. It's an easy twist, but they, they just can't break the seal in yeah. the first place. But it's, it's just having a little bit of awareness of your kid probably can't do that by themselves, so they need a bit of help. Mm. Yeah. So, yeah. So, good luck for school, everyone. Yeah. Enjoy. Not long to go
1: <laughs>
4: Excitement
1: <sighs> Alright, let's cool that Yeah, I
0: don't know what to do with that Spotify anymore
4: what to do with it?
0: I don't know what I'd do without it. Oh, mm. what I'd do it? No, I know. It's crazy. Like um
4: <clears throat> a friend of mine, um, his daughter was born just after he lives in the UK. Uh, are we recording this? We are recording. He listens to the podcast. Oh, so this would be good. Listen. He actually. Do you know what? <laughs> I I, I FaceTimed him the other day, and that was one of his first questions when, he, when you were the podcast back together. <laughs> um, and his. Daughter was born not long after Jude, um, and friends of his decided that what they were going to do for her for every birthday and Christmas was give her two CDs and work their way through the alphabet. All right. So, first birthday, uh, sorry, first Christmas was two A albums and then two B's on her first birthday. And oh, same. that's fantastic. Um, and, and he sent it to me this recently because she got two albums. So by uh, the time she's they
3: will have done They'll have done them.
4: And he's like, by the time she's that age, she's going to have an insane. She'll have a catalogue of And that's the other benefit is that the people who are doing this for her have really good taste in music <laughs> <laughs> from my perspective. Um, they're, they're two very good friends that I used to have in the UK and, um, yeah, they know what they're talking about when it comes to music. Yeah. So. But what a, it's such it's a, a cool, cool idea. idea yeah. But I also looked at that and was like, I wonder how much she'll take that on board. Like oh. it's a cool idea to introduce people to the music like that. But when she's, God, when she's thirteen, we're talking about know, eight years down the line. Is is there even going to be a machine you can play? <laughs> <laughs> I mean, is it going to be similar to <laughs> sets And you may not even have that opportunity. But even just to have the physical copies with a the covers and everything mm-hmm. that you can look at is going to be pretty soon. Yeah, so she'll still
3: be yeah. able to look at, like, punch them into Spotify yeah, yeah. or something. So but
0: there'll be, there'll be a generation of, of people saying that CDs sound better. And
3: yeah, because yeah, it's just like, just like vinyl. Vinyl. Yeah. Yeah, People yeah, will be yeah, sourcing out, yeah. going to um, cash converters yeah. to get CD players. <laughs> <laughs> the stuff's way better. <laughs> yeah. The laser did it better. Yeah. <laughs> so on, uh, on your playlist, there is what? So on my playlist, um, Music, funnily enough,
4: which <laughs> appears to be my um, my pick most times. Um, so, and this, is, this has been on my playlist for a long time, and I think it goes to show how long it's been <laughs> since. I don't remember the last time we did a podcast. Uh, it's been a while. Last year?
0: It's been, oh, yeah,
3: definitely. I well, think it was year. actually nearly this time last year. That, nah, we
0: no, no, we did some. No, no, we did. Yeah, the first six months of last year, we were actually pretty tight. Huh. And then, uh, uh, well, I actually, what I, what I should be doing is is doing seasons. We should do a season mm. of, of podcasts. Yeah. Because we do the same thing every year. The first six months we're really tight. We get a heap of content out and then the middle of the year comes around and and lives get busy and yep. and everyone gets tired and we we have a hiatus and we do it. It's almost like it's it's like clockwork. Yeah, right. So we should just call this like season four or something and it's <laughs>
4: Does someone get killed off though at the end? Because <laughs> <laughs> I'm not sure. I'm oh, I see. <laughs> Maybe it starts in this season. Um, so last year, midway through last year, I had Spotify playing whilst I was out in the garden. And this track popped up and it immediately caught my ear. It was just an awesome sample and just a really good beat. And then the voice came in and I was like, oh my God, that's Mike Skinner. I don't know if Mexican means anything to either of you, just as a name. Yes. But The Streets will. Yes. So The Streets, were a very popular UK act, which was made, it was him. It wasn't a band, essentially, but it was yeah. him and um, mid, early to mid-2000s, then quite a few very popular albums. He went a bit off the rails towards the end and the stuff got a bit crap. Um, But he's still making music. He's now making it under the name "The Darker the the Darker the Shadow, the Brighter the Light." Is the name of the artist? Darker the Shadow, the Brighter the Light. Um, And I was, so I was super excited. I was, I'm in the garden. I like stopped. I turned the lawnmower off, stopped, and just listened. And then I was like, "Holy shit!" Like scrolling through my phone trying to find it out because I was like, "I got to tell the boys back home he's releasing new stuff." I looked back and it had been out for two years (laughs) (laughs) already. And if I'd messaged them, they'd be like. Yeah, <laughs> well, we know, because we still live in the UK and we've all heard it. So I don't know if it's particularly underground over there. I haven't actually messaged them to find out, but um, it's not albums as such. It's all just singles. Singles. So he's released, I think there's, on Spotify, you've probably got 25, maybe 30. That might be a bit too much. Okay. The
3: one that so, your fit, but you, know it. But you know, <laughs> know it. Yeah, yeah. Um, it and
4: cry Your Eyes, mate.
3: Yeah. Dry Your Eyes, mate. Yeah. Yes, that was the, the big one. That was the
4: big one, <laughs> probably. That was... And that was the album after the the really good so his initial one was original pirate material Yes and that yeah. album is just just, just brilliant We're Down your just, aerial Yeah but it was it was it was so different it was so original at the time um, it blew people away and then you know with popularity the expectation to release albums and he just he just never recreated and it was
3: it. bad drunk too apparently Yeah just lots get of wasted lots of on issues. stage and
4: um, but this is almost a sort of a semi sort of return to form, lyrically just so spot on, <laughs> so witty and
3: um, still like uh, Geezer rap.
4: Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, but just a really good handle on social life and people and the way they are, and and, and just a really funny and clever way of actually. Spreading it, so I'm I, sorry, I just, I, I've been listening to it non-stop for, for,
3: for about a year, waiting to come up <laughs> to do what's on my playlist for the podcast, so there you go. When you say it popped up, you're listening to Spotify, how does something pop up? Aren't you choosing what you listen to?
4: Oh, See, now we're going to go into a whole new level of teaching you. So this is this Spotify, is good.
3: This Spotify is good. radio. Right, okay. So
4: if you choose an album, mm-hmm. and then that album finishes, it will often take you into radio linked to that mm.
3: Yeah, I've said that album. a couple of times. Yeah. I didn't program this one. Yeah, but you can
4: do it just off a song. So mm-hmm. if you just search an individual song and just play that song by itself, it will then do radio based on that song. Now, it's hit and miss, and some of it you go, how the hell did this come up? But it's it's quite intuitive in terms of the way it modifies it. So you can like certain songs that come up on radio, and it therefore then modifies them. So you've got the song you initially asked for, Plus that one that you've just liked, and it then filters even further down. Yep. So more. I'd like to find out regiment. how it
0: does it, whether it's based on algorithms. like similar genres, or whether it's based on people who listen to that yeah. album also, also listen to, to, this, yeah. to this, and that's why it might be so yeah, so spanky times. Yeah, different yeah, yeah. different genres or mixed. Um, thing, yeah.
4: But that's something you've got to get into because because yeah, I, I'm not even sure. And I think it was either that, or it would have been one of your discover weeklies I don't know if you ever get into yeah. those yes um, and it was like one of my discover weeklies which those daily mixes they do are pretty basic like you go yeah and, you know and I would always talk to dad about the, even the discover weekly sometimes the discover weekly comes there's like 20 tracks on it and I already know 18 of them it's like well it's not much of a discovery you're just <laughs> re me with stuff but I suppose it works for some people but mm. um, yeah but it, well worth a listen darker the shadow brighter the light mm. check them out what's on your playlist job?
3: Um. Been looking. Uh, well, let's go with a double header. Um. The, the politician on Netflix. Right. It's. I might have mentioned it before. It's quirky as fuck because you th- you think you're watching this really tacky Americana kind of fast paced show about uh, a young lad that's in high school going for um, school president, high school. Uh, yeah, president of the class president. And he's like, he's got people that are running data for him and stuff. He's got a whole team supporting him to do it because this matters. If he gets this, it'll affect his his path to president. Right. And um, and it's it's crazy. Like people are poisoning each other to try and win this election, and and it's it's very, as I said, it's tacky. You kind of think, oh, I'm watching a bit of a shitty American show here. But then it's got this quirk and this kind of left centre thing that happens, and uh, the soundtrack is beautiful. It's um, Sufjan Stevens' Chicago, yeah. Um, and th- that song itself just gets me and kind of gives it a, a bit of an angle. But it's got um, Gwyneth Paltrow is in it, playing okay. a really, um, a really subtle role for her. And yeah, it's just it's cool. It's super, super cool. Yeah, but you've got to be prepared to go to to look at it and to question yourself.
0: Yeah, right. Because
3: the first episode or two, you'll be. Yeah, you'll be sort of going, uh, this is a piece of shit. But uh, if you hang in there, it's like, whoa, whoa. Then this happens and that happens. And, and then all of a sudden you kind of get over that Americana aspect of it because it's kind of taking the piss. Oh, it's kind of pointing the camera back at itself. Yeah, It's really, really cool. It finished and we did what everyone does and looked for the next season. And it, it, we must have been right on the pulse with it. And now we're devastated. We're constantly looking like, when's the next season? Because it's just exciting. So both um, the music and that as a series. But yeah, if you haven't... The politician. If you haven't done Sufjan Stevens, just like your um, doco guy, he was going to do an album for every state in America. Oh, wow. And so Chicago, it, that particular album was just ridiculous. you so
0: couldn't get a state, he just had a bigger city.
3: <laughs> what? Oh, no, sorry. That's the song. It's from Illinois. Oh, it's from Illinois. The album, yeah, Illinois. Yeah. And, yeah, he's got John Wayne Gracie, which was some... Yeah, yeah, yeah. And, and he sings this fucking beautiful song. It's in falsetto. It's, it's really moving. And then you hear the, the lyrics. It's basically he's telling about this, the life of this serial killer. So it's a real contrasting kind of mm. icky feeling, but it, you can't help but be moved and compelled
0: to listen on. Yeah, yeah it's cool stuff. Wow. There you go. Chris. I've got another Netflix show. Yep. The Witcher. Yeah. The, Do you know what? No, yeah. Yes.
4: No. No. Finally, when Joel said a TV show that you watch the first two episodes and go, what the hell is going on here? I think <laughs> that's really good. I haven't seen it, but
0: that's the only one I've read of it. The, the, yeah. Well, actually, it's not far off. Yeah. yeah. It, it's, um, well, it's right in my wheelhouse in terms of gaming. Um, yeah. Yeah. Gaming, high fantasy, you know, all that sort of stuff. Um, and having played some of the, the I think there's three um, Witcher games that have mm-hmm. been released. It's actually a series of books. So the story is based on uh, on a series of books so that have become video games and now it's become a, a Netflix show. It, it's, it's really cool, but it's um, its three timelines being played out in one series yeah. at different times. So like it is confusing. And each episode is like telling three stories of three different people at three different points in time. That And it's not always linear if that makes sense yeah yeah so it's kind of it does take a bit of it does take a bit of um, persistence Um, but yeah it was really enjoyable
4: yeah I watched a um, I watched a Facebook conversation progress over the course of about three days and it was just a friend of mine who was watching it and then some other people had put are you you enjoying it because I don't really know and then he was like yeah I I think it's really cool visually it's awesome but I'm not really uh." and then there was another post the next day going different timelines. different timelines. <laughs> Keep going. Keep
0: going. <laughs> because I'd played one of the games fairly, you know, I put in a fair bit of time into one of the games, the last game that was released, I knew the characters, but I knew the characters at that point in time for the game. And so I'm going, that's not like... It's not true to the game. Well, no, no, I was like, oh, gee, yeah, Yennefer, who's one of the one of the main characters, gee, she's really different in the game that, that I'm that I'm used to like. I wonder. Or I wonder whether there's some evolution of her. Of course, there's yeah, an yeah. evolution of and and then, oh, and oh Tris, I remember Tress. but it was all weird. And so it took after about after the second episode. I think I said to Heidi, I think there's three different. I think it's actually three different timelines, and they're all going to come together at, at yeah. some point. But we're seeing history, and we're seeing it played out. But even knowing that, it's um, it's a little. Even trickier than Game of Thrones in some ways to, yeah, to piece okay. it together. Having said that, you could just binge watch it and go, and
3: not, not really actually need it. to take it all yeah. in. You yeah. know, like yeah. it, it's that sort of show. How you did could Heidi just, go?
0: Having she actually, who hadn't played the game. No, no, she she enjoyed it. Yeah, we we did have to stop and have a have chats at a couple of points because it is confusing. And even I had to go like, oh, well, I think this is what's this yeah. is how this is happening, because there's one particular storyline that just seems to they they tell the significant events but they don't tell it in the order because those events affect someone else's storyline that's being told. Like the first time you order. watch
3: Pulp Fiction and you're just going, yeah, yeah. I was going to say, yeah. he, he just died yeah. 15 minutes ago. Yeah.
0: yeah, But
4: you know what? There's a part of me that loves that. I love the creativity Same. that comes with that. You know, yep. you look at someone like Christopher Nolan and you think of like Memento. Yes. What a movie that is. Yeah. And like, what an absolute mind that is, So yeah. just go, what is happening? Yeah. It's in colour, it's in black and white. It's, what? He's got tattoos, he doesn't have tattoos. And then it I said, so as long as it comes together at the end, I don't like stuff that's weird and confusing and, oh, I wonder what's um, happening. And then they never explain yeah. it. Lost. Like lost. <laughs> like, <yeah. laughs> where, we, where we all were lost. I love being challenged with something and having yeah. those conversations. I love sitting with Amy sometimes in a show and pausing it and going oh, why is he doing that? And actually thinking, oh, I think it's this, or going to bed and being really unsure.
0: Yeah, I always like judge it. what I've watched by what I think the next day. Like, am I still thinking yes. about it the next mm. day? Yeah, and, for sure. Well, we watched the eight, nine, I, can't, I don't know how many, but we watched it over about uh, two weeks. And every, day, every time we'd watched it the next day, I'd be thinking about, ah. Oh, Oh, that's how that fit in. Or, oh that's how that Oh that was clever. Yeah. Oh, I didn't think how it that it. you know like, and so that so it's 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 well enough written and it's 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 beautifully produced um, to to keep my attention for a whole series and that doesn't happen. Like I guess doesn't very very often anymore. No. There yeah. you go.
1: Yeah, done. All right. We're, We're out. <laughs> So why don't we just play pretend